Hello, it's time for Layback with Betfair AFL Grand Final Edition. Now, Carl has requested after seeing himself on the screen last <laughs> week, he wanted another show. He pushed it harder than any other show we've ever seen. He was in the lay bin. Carl is back. Great to have you, mate. This is a stitch-up. <laughs> oh. You're a couple of donuts, both of you. <laughs> I said it earlier. Get, getting getting put in the lay bin for promoting a show, getting oh. getting the Betfair, the layback with you've Betfair requested, name out there. You've requested coming back on. Great to have you here. you got a haircut specially. Yeah. You went to the Brownlow and now you're, now you're everywhere, mate. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Yeah, the Brownlow was fantastic. Uh, walking, I fe- just felt natural, like <laughs> the right thing. You know, walking Flaming. down the red carpet. It was just, it what was just fantastic. What are we dealing with? And Miles Fitzner from... <laughs> From AFL Nation and SEN, he's a superstar. He's called about ten to twelve AFL games. He does it all with SEN. He, uh, that's this year, that's not this in year. my life. Sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. That's this year, but um, <laughs> he's a star. He does all the horse racing form. He's obviously on layback with Beth Air. He's a genuine gun. We've got Geelong Sydney AFL Grand Final. Geelong going to the game at dollar fifty-two. Sydney two dollars eighty-eight. Do you want to read some start stats, Carl? You've I, done your homework I, this week. I'm keen to just. Set the scene. It's, it's yep. AFL Grand Final Day. I'm looking forward to a really tough contest between these two teams. Uh, generally, they have pretty close contests, but Geelong have won three of the last five, but Sydney have won the last two, including that uh, that one early in the year where Buddy kicks, he kicked his thousandth, go- uh, thousandth goal. Um, a great stat is, though, in the last four times they've played at the MCG, Sydney have won three of them. So, uh, yeah, that, that's got to be a massive stat that we'll, uh, we'll be talking about. Yeah, it is. And Look, Sydney have got the longest winning streak against of any club um, against Geelong at the moment. Oh, I think that when you go into grand finals, so they are a different kettle of fish and, and, and when it becomes pressure and contested football and those sort of things. So I'm not too concerned, probably from a Geelong perspective, the winning streaks or the MCG record. Geelong play the G very, very well. Um, Sydney do. Um, they're the best team in the comp at adjusting to a ground. Uh, no doubt about that uh, are the Sydney Swans. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they set up because it, it's either going to be Geelong are either going to go with a defensive shutdown contested like they will against Sydney or they'll go out and out. We've got more firepower. We'll just try to kick more goals at them. It's interesting. Well, let's read some stats, Carl. Geelong average eighth in the AFL for kicks, fifth for in the AFL for handballs, sixth in disposals, fifth for goals, uh, fifth for marks and third for goals. Um, Sydney fourth in the AFL for kicks, 14th in disposals, uh, handballs, sorry, 10th for disposals, 10th for marks, fourth for goals. So, Geelong are third for goals, Sydney fourth for goals. So they're both high-scoring teams and, and successful at doing so. And average second for tackles, Sydney. So they're a hard-tackling game. And you think that'll help them in the grand final? I think that's a massive one for me. Like, obviously, we know grand finals are a hot contest uh, over the last couple of years. Generally, the team that gets the most contested possessions for the game end up winning the game. Um, but, like, a, a great stat is, is that if you combine all the Sydney and Geelong players and then tally up their contested possessions. Uh, Sydney have uh, four of the five leading contested possession uh, players out of both teams, which I think that is a massive start. Yeah, but, but that's also because Geelong also play a, a sort of kick and keep the ball off style of football. So you're going to see probably yep. a bit of a differential in that. Sydney will want to try to make it that contested. Geelong will try and open it up. And and that's probably what they've done this year is their scoring's gone up plus 15. That They've they've managed to open the game up more and score faster um, with a more potent forward line. So it is a tale of two different a uh, sort of game styles. We saw it last week against Brisbane. Geelong's half-back line, they played extra behind the ball. They worked um, through their, their back forward or back 50, defensive 50 was superb. So Brisbane just couldn't attack. They had no no prowess or firepower up forward. Geelong dominated the half-back line and, and that won them the game. 
Sydney were different. They got up early. They they have an ability to kick fast, especially the SCG, which helps their scoring power. But they kicked goals quickly. They started the game so well. And what do you make of their last 20-odd minutes or, or quarter and a half there, Fitzy? Well, I wanted to ask both of you this. You remember that the Sydney have got – they've got into a dogfight, which is hard. The, the yep. game was after. They've got a shorter turnaround than the Cats. The Cats cruised through. Now, and also the, they had players that were rested late in the year that have played very limited games. They are fresh. Where Sydney, they've been up for a long time a long time, and they've come out of a really solid, really solid hit out. That's got to take its toll on a big deck like the G. It's interesting that you bring up this point, Fitzy, because I actually think sometimes that works in the favour of of the team that has the harder preliminary final. I think some history shows that, you know, teams of the shorter backup that have those tougher preliminary games actually go into the final ready to go. They know what fin- uh, the grand final footy is going to be all about. Um, so, yeah, that could play uh, into Sydney's favour, but... Keen on your thoughts as well, Tom. Uh, yeah, I tend to see both sides of the argument, really. Uh, I think Sydney will come out and, and be really hard at the ball early and they might be able to get up early. And my play will actually take the $2.88 Sydney, lay off at a slightly shorter price, two forty, two twenty, even, increment some, some lay bets in play as well. And They're set definitely them up. a back-to-lay strategy. And that's, yeah, and I think that's what I'll be Completely doing. Agree. Back Sydney now at the 288, set some lay traps and win either way. How are you playing the game? Oh, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I think currently Sydney at 288 is is over the odds. Um, I, I can see them go, going in much shorter, closer to the $2 mark during the game at some stage. So like you said, setting those lay traps on Betfair uh, is the way to go. Yep. They'll start like a... They'll start like a hurricane, Sydney. Yeah. They'll come. Oh yeah, they will. And and that's the quick backup in the horse terms. They'll come pouring out. Geelong might take a while to get going, and then they're just going to run them off their legs. So it just so you're get a bit of a sense, Just get a bit of a sense by how we're talking here. That I've been in the Geelong camp, and <laughs> he's you been in, the you're in the Geelong camp. Yeah, I'm in the Geelong camp. And, and so you're backing Geelong to win, but you don't. You're happy to join us in the fact that Sydney yeah, start you, early. Start yeah, well early. Sydney will shorten off the 288. Yep. Um, um, and and that's there's no doubt in my mind about that. That at some point that they're, they're going to hit probably a two twenty, two thirty quote. At least if you're prepared to go and take the fifty cents, go and take it. That's what it's about. That's the beauty of Beffy. You can back lay trade, whatever you can do. Um, first goal scorer. We've got a plethora of markets. Obviously, Beffy.com.au. So many markets. Anything first scoring plays. One of my plays back in Sydney. The point. Uh, first, first yeah, scoring what? play. Yeah, just one. So what was that, just Tom? Sydney Point first scoring play. Four dollars twenty. You just bet the outsider and the professional. Markets. That's um. That's, you I've know done the, the professional. You know what we need on this show is you know one of those things where Tom's looking up and it's got all those numbers flicking through about how he <laughs> how he came up with it. Alan from the Hangover. Yeah, crunch the numbers. Yeah, Sydney. Well, that's the first market we've got first scoring play, and I'm back in Sydney Point. So see how we go. Um, first goal scorer. We've we've come out and said that we think Sydney will start well. Now, just going through the market, Hawkins rightly favourite three dollars fifty. Uh, three dollars fifty. Eleven dollars fifty. Hawk. Oh, Cameron's actually favourite about that eleven dollars, which is surprising. He only kicked one goal late last week from memory. Uh, Dangerfield eighteen dollars kicked the first goal last week. Brad Close twenty four, and we go to Sydney Heaney fourteen, Papley fourteen, Luke Parker thirty four dollars. Does that add a bit of interest there? Yeah. Definitely Parker. At f- he kicked the first Sydney. last week. Uh, he was did. It? Yeah, yeah, it was last first, week. Yeah, uh, across the board, Sydney have. Uh, more of a spread of players that kick their first goal, whereas Geelong's is a little bit more predictable. You got Hawkins has kicked it three times this year, Cameron has kicked it three times, Close has kicked it two, and Dangerfield has kicked it two. Uh, it, it's a little bit less, uh, sorry, more of a spread at Sydney. I think um, that's general their scoring as well. They they have a their midfielders kick goals like we saw last week with Luke Parker, Tom Papley chips in. They got a lot of smalls that kick goals for them as well. 
Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. And I think, you know, Heaney has kicked uh, multiple first goals this year. So is Papley, so is Luke Parker. I think the value out of everyone is Luke Parker at $34. And he's actually done it uh, in a grand final before. Has he? Um, he kicked it, I'm pretty sure, against the Doggies. Yeah, right. Um, in that in that grand and final. And the prelim. Yep. He's backing up two weeks in a row. Oh, Who I, are you with? Oh, look, my heart wants to get on Paps for oh, be great. for um first goal, but I'm with I'm with Tyson Stengel um from the Cats. Uh, I think oh, just one quick note on first goals is if you're building multis to or things like that for the entire day, just take it easy on the the first goal score. It <laughs> I mean it is one it's a great it, bet. It's a one in thirty. <laughs> Isn't it really? Like it's a it's, tough, a, it's, a it's, tough it's probably the hardest bet you'll have on grand final days the first goal score. Stengel fourteen dollars, Papley fourteen dollars fifty. Yeah, I'll be they're, taking they're some of that. So um, I, I I'll be having something on Papley first goal score. I don't want to see him kick it and not not have something. Well, we don't want to see him afterwards, do we? And uh, yeah. <laughs> say that we didn't get on if he That's did. Right, we might sledge him if he misses it. Um, any other markets? Any other players in the first scoring? First goal scorer? Oh, I definitely think yeah, like what we said before, Sydney have kicked. The first goal four of the last five games. I really like that. Looking for a bit of value there because it is a it is a hard bet. Luke Park has done it before at thirty four dollars on the Betfair Exchange. I, I think that's a, a good bet. I tell you what, if Luke Parker kicks the first goal, we'll have to have a wrap up grand final edition. This Ew. will get promoted, <laughs> cut up, and promoted absolutely everywhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Get oh, a little of the red carpet ahead of time. Figurine made, little headwall yeah, one. Sitting like up here little... somewhere. Yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll look after merch. Don't you worry. Um, all sorts of markets. We've got three goals or more, thirty disposals or more. Or player possessions, all sorts of stuff. Well, what I want to touch on here is the possession markets. Now, these are two teams that are notoriously, um, they share the footy around. So yes. th- they can win games of football where their max possession getter will be 24, 25 touches. And then they'll have a stack of players from 18 to 25 touches. They don't have standalone 35, you know, like Brisbane have with Neil or, or you know, Haw- Hawthorne have had in the past. They're going to be. It's going to be a reasonably low possession game, I think, for your top enders, unless someone is a bolter. So, with your possession markets, I'd be shopping in that sort of fifteen to to twenty five range for a lot of them, fifteen plus or twenty plus in that area, because I don't think you're going to find in a contested game with these two sides how they share the footy around. You're not going to have three blokes get thirty five plus. I don't think Ryan Clark's done a really good job in the last few weeks of. Tagging he from got the half back. Salem the he other week. Salem so, had, and he had three t- possessions the last half. And he, who yeah. did he have last week? He, um, I can't remember. He tagged, he tagged someone last week and did a really good job as well from the half back line. So, um, whoever he goes to is in for a tough day. Yeah. So you can have a look and check that matchup out. It's really interesting. He's got an important role there as well because Geelong's half back line is so good. Joel Cashman, uh, a Betfair content contributor who does AFL, does the Brownlow predictors. Cashy. Cashy's an absolutely yeah, What a great, great name. name. <laughs> that goes on the backboard. Um, yeah. He's had an absolutely awesome year. It's, you know, we bring up this subject. He's actually laying um, Callum Mills to get 30 disposals or more. Uh, Mills has only cracked 30 disposal barrier twi- uh, the barrier twice this year. Um, yep. And the last time was uh, in round seven. So 17 games ago was That's the last time Callum Mills so hit that 30 touches. We've got, the, we've got the line at 25 and a half Callum Mills disposals. So I'll probably take the unders there. 25 and a half. I'll take the unders. There we go. So there's a play. Um, Norm Smith. Everyone loves a Norm Smith bet. Uh, who who are you leaning to? Well, I'm thinking because I'm because it's going to be low possession. I don't think you're going to see the Norm Smith. I think going to someone that has 
32 and, you know, nine clearances. So I've gone down the path of it has to be a goal scorer then. Uh, and who better than someone that can kick a big bag on the G is Jeremy Cameron. Uh, loves the G, wide open spaces. He's probably going to get the second defender. Uh, the main defender will go to to Hawkins, of course. You've got Stengel and the other crew running around the smalls. They'll feed him. Jeremy Cameron, Norm Smith for me. Um, um, that's my on top selection. If I had one for, for Sydney, look... You could be a host of any of those. Sydney's such a hard team too. So hard. So even. But yeah, I'm all about Cameron because I think it'll go to a goal kicker. If someone kicks four in a low scoring, tight, contested game with low possessions, they win a Norm Smith, don't they? Carlos? It's great that you brought that up as well, Fitzy, because I think you've absolutely nailed it. You've got to be a goal kicker to win the. the Norm Smith medal. And that's what history says, you know, and obviously it's a midfielders. It's becoming more of a midfielders um, award. Five of the last six years, midfielders have, have won the, the award. Brian Lakes is a low. Uh, Brian Lakes, yeah, come, comes back a few years ago in 2013. Yep. That was an absolutely fantastic performance. But, you know, even including Jason Johannesson, Luke Hodge, these are players that play off the half back line and go through the midfield, but they're, they're also goal kickers in games and then go on and win Norm Smith. So um, I had a look at the last, you know, since, uh, the year 2000 um, and Norm Smith medal winners. There was only four backmen, two forwards um, and 17 midfielders, right? And 14 of the 17 midfielders kicked at least one goal. Nine of the 17 kicked multiple goals. Yep. So Petraka that's what won it last year. Kicked, kicked a couple, two yeah, or three. He kicked, he kicked two goals, uh, I think two or three goals yep. last year. So yeah, it's definitely a goal kicker's ward. I think it, at history says so yeah looking especially at those first goal markets like if Isaac Heaney or even Luke Parker can get the first one and obviously Swans go on to win yeah it also sets up for a bloke like maybe like an Isaac Smith who can go off like run off a wing say have 24 and kick two and all of a sudden you go He's got seven inside fifties, and you go, well, that's Norm Smith performance, isn't it? Like you don't have to do. I don't think you have to be absolute. It's not Simon Black style where Mitch you're going to thirty nine and, and kick a couple, get twenty odd. Yeah, I think that's a great call about Isaac Smith because when Cyril Rioli won the grand, uh, when the won the Norm Smith a few years ago, Isaac Smith had an absolute belter, arguably robbed of that Norm Smith. Big game medal. player. So I'm taking the sixty five. You reckon? At Norm Smith for Isaac Smith. Yeah. Oh, well, I did not my main plays. Yeah. yeah, my main play is going to be Cameron. But if it's sixty fives right now, you can give me a nibble there you on go. that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Who's your main play, mate? Look, if Sydney win, I'm looking at Luke Parker, Isaac Heaney, Chad Warner could be a roughie there at twenty two dollars. If Geelong win, I reckon they're going to be stopping goals. So Tom Stewart, Stewart. maybe maybe comes back and plays that Brian Lake sort of game. I know that, like we said, the midfielders are well supported in the Norm Smith. Um, medal uh, voting, but yeah, Tom Smith could definitely get the job done. And, and like Fitzy, Jeremy Cameron, Tom Stewart, he's, sorry, oh, sorry yep. Tom Stewart and Jeremy Cameron. Um, obviously if he's kicking five goals, he's, he's definitely winning. the. Tom order. Stewart's got to take 10 intercept marks and he has 18 kicks. And Just there's another game for Another game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think, and I'm not saying anything outlandish here, but I think Dangerfield, Cameron, Tom Stewart, uh, I think the winner will come from those three. The only one yeah, from Sydney, Isaac Heaney, if he has 20 and kicks three or four, he'd be the, the one from Sydney that I think could do it. But, yeah, I'm happy to be with Dangerfield, Cameron, and Tom Stewart, it's, one it's of a, those three. It's, it's a real funny favorites. one because they share the ball around, yep. like both teams. So I, I love watching the game and media vote on it. They'll they'll gravitate towards Dangerfield. He was so good last week. He kicked the first goal. He set the tone. I think he'll he's clearly deserved favourite at $7.88. Bucks. Isaac Heaney really fits the mould of that Norm Smith medalist. 
winner. You yep. know, Dustin Martin, you get your 25, 30 touches, but you kick three goals and the medal's yours. Any other bets before we wrap up? Would well, you um, want to run through our winner margin first oh, goal scorer? Why not? Norm Let's Smith do it. And all of them. Go I'll on. let you go because we'll go around there. All right. Winner, uh, at the price currently, I, I'm definitely saying Sydney. Yep. Norm Smith, I'm going to go with Isaac Heaney, $19 on the exchange. First goal. Oh, that was a tough one. I reckon I'm going to go the double with uh, – oh, no, I'll go Luke Parker. Parker. Yep. Um, and margin, it's going to be under six points. Oh. Yep. It's going to be a Sydney close one. under six. Yep. Yeah, I'm Geelong uh, by 13 points. Uh, Tyson Stengel, first goal scorer, and Jeremy Cameron, Norm Smith for me with a couple little nibbles that we mentioned. I'm Geelong 23. Uh, I think Sydney will start well and Geelong will finish over the top of them. Uh, as similar last week with Collingwood. I think Geelong will just get him a bit earlier. Um, Sydney might run out of puff and the class will t- show late. Um, Patrick Dangerfield, Norm Smith for me, first goal scorer. I'm sticking with Paps. Hopefully he can get the job done. The for the, the great man, Tom Papley. And yeah, we'll see how we go. But my betting, I, I'm saying Geelong by 23, but I think Sydney's the bet at the price. Yeah, so back to lay. $2.88, I'll be doing sure. that. So. Uh, from, a, from a head-to-head basis. That's, that's beauty. That's finally and a professional betting strategy out of you. <laughs> oh, come out, on, of the, out of the show, funnily enough. So, <laughs> well, if you we're going to lay back with effort. Do you know what? There's going to be a professional promotion strategy around oh, this show. Hard of <laughs> Carlos professionally promoting this everywhere. <laughs> billboards. Watch out for Carl's yeah, face yeah, on billboards around road. Melbourne. <laughs> Run through a banner on Saturday. All, all paid for by, by myself, of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I think that's all. Great show. Well done. Great to have you back, Carl. Hopefully I'm back soon. If you'll have me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you what know anything about... Final? We've only got 12 yeah, yeah. months to wait. I'll be preparing. I'll yeah. be preparing. We've got Cricket World Cup. We've got Soccer World Cup. He'll be getting on the stats. Don't worry about that. Just for some more airtime. I love it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Lay back with Betfair. We'll be doing it all again next week. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858.